0: Being diagnosed with PCOS is a big deal. You've just been told that something isn't working properly with your body. But your doctor probably just ran a few tests, gave you the diagnosis, and jumped straight to discussing medications and procedures and treatment options. But they just skipped over the most important question of all, and that is why. Why is your cycle off? Why aren't you ovulating? Why are your hormones not supporting a healthy pregnancy? Why are you having all of these symptoms? That is exactly what we will cover in today's episode, how to uncover the why behind PCOS and not just get a diagnosis. You're listening to the PCOS Repair Podcast, where we explore the ins and outs of PCOS and how to repair the imbalances in your hormones naturally with a little medical help sprinkled in. Hi, I'm Ashleen Korchak, and with many years of medical and personal experience with polycystic ovarian syndrome, it is my joy to watch women reverse their PCOS as they learn to nourish their body in a whole new way. With the power of our beliefs, our mindset, and our environment, and the understanding of our genetics, we can heal at the root cause. Welcome back to the PCOS Repair Podcast, where I'm going to walk you through a full workup for understanding why your hormones are out of balance and how to get started fixing them. Did anyone ever ask why your body is struggling when they gave you the PCOS diagnosis? I'm guessing no. To discover your PCOS root cause, we need to start by asking that question. Why? Why are you having period problems? Why are you having infertility? Why are you gaining weight? Why can't you lose weight? Why are you having hair problems? Why are you having acne? Why, why? Doctors seek to label your collection of symptoms with a diagnosis. That's kind of the first step in the medical community. That way, they can then justify the treatments that they offer. This leads to medications and procedures and options to address these unwanted symptoms. The problem is is that those medications, when it comes to PCOS, don't treat the root issue. Now, if you have hypertension or other medical disorders, it works great, but with a syndrome, where your body is not responding well to its environment, why becomes very important, and it's often skipped over. So in this episode, we are going to look at the difference between just getting a label, aka the diagnosis, and actually getting a full PCOS workup that leads to the understanding of what it is that your body is lacking and what it needs in order to thrive. So medical professionals, they go through a lot of training and they learn to put together puzzle pieces. It's actually really fun and fascinating how well they can kind of just feel out what is going on just through symptoms to then start down a track of ruling in and ruling out various possibilities that could be going wrong with the human body. And they take all these puzzle pieces and then they run labs and they order tests and they come to a diagnosis. So don't get me wrong. This PCOS diagnosis is a very important piece of the puzzle when it comes to healing your hormones. It's just that the next step is equally important. Understanding why your hormones are off and what your body needs to function properly is ultimately what we need because what we want is to start to actually feel better in our body. And a diagnosis is great. It tells us what's wrong, but it doesn't fix the problem. When we seek to understand why our body is struggling, then we can provide it with the care that it needs. Your body wants to function properly. It wants to be healthy. It works very hard to survive and even to thrive, but something is hurting it and it's doing its best, but it needs some help. It needs either something added or something removed that just isn't working for it in its environmental bubble. So before we jump to medications and procedures, let's make sure that we're getting that full workup and understanding What maybe we need to be doing differently, and what's going on at that current primary root cause of our hormone imbalance. Okay, so what's included in a full PCOS workup? I mean, just like your doctor started with labs, not just the labs that are going to provide the diagnosis of PCOS, but the labs that are going to exclude or rule out other potential issues that could be leading to similar symptoms are also important. We've talked about some of these labs. We'll probably talk about them more in future episodes, but I will list them in the show notes, Um, but we're not going to go over them in detail today. I just want to point out that lab work is valuable to have done, mostly so that we know what we're dealing with, that it is looking like you have PCOS, that it's not looking like the symptoms and the imbalances are caused by other health or medical problems. Imaging is important. Knowing whether or not you have cysts on your ovaries is not all that exciting, but it is really important to know if there's any other causes of why you might be having irregular cycles or if you have any other indication of something that could cause a fertility problem. So they can look kind of do an overall pelvic ultrasound and look and make sure all the structures look okay. But then the part that's often missed other than just the initial decision to start working up for PCOS is. The symptoms are often not looked at again in terms of helping us to know what your body needs. And honestly, they're the most important part. When we start to see symptoms of PCOS, we think of the common ones, irregular periods, hair growth on the face or body, uh, loss of hair on the head, acne, fertility problems, weight struggles, even mood disturbances such as increased anxiety or depression, energy problems, things like that. These are important for thinking, okay, maybe we should work up the patient for PCOS, but they're less important for knowing what is going on in the root cause. What we want to look at in the root cause is more the type of questions that I ask in the PCOS root cause quiz. And I go beyond that even when I'm talking to clients one-on-one of what is really going on in your body day-to-day. What is your energy levels? What are your cravings? What are your hunger Cues and when are you the most hungry? When are you craving certain things? You know, how is your body responding to its environment throughout the day? Are you feeling stressed and anxious? Is your body having a physiological response? Like, are you having a flight and fight response to your stress levels? Even if you think that you're handling them, is your body handling them? Do you get Energy crashes and energy highs after certain things that you eat. There's a lot of things like this that start to tell us, you know, aches and pains, headaches, so many things that tell us what is going on in your body. And so that leads us to where things need to be adjusted, where things need to be improved to support our body's health. So, those are the symptoms that we want to be looking at. They help us to discover the PCOS root cause, which is so exciting because it allows us to no longer feel frustrated and hopeless, but to just kind of know, okay, this is the things that we need to do, and we don't just rely on a band aid treatment, but we're able to actually get in there and assist our body, so that we're not just trying to cover up symptoms with a medication or force ovulation by taking a medication, and instead. We're actually helping our body to get the nutrients it needs, get the care that it needs, function in a rhythm that works for our body. There's, I mean, a lot of it's just small tweaks, but it adds up to a big difference when we create that environment that works for our own bodies. And everyone's different, but those are things that can have a huge impact on how we feel, how our body functions, and even our longevity of reducing long-term risk factors of PCOS. So the best place to start learning what questions to ask and how to start listening to your body is actually to take the PCOS root cause quiz and start learning what your current primary root cause is. And that way you can begin to address your body where it's needing assistance okay so then how do we treat pcOS so we've go through a full workup and now where do we get started so medications to assist with ovulation aren't bad I just want to make it clear like it's not either or I do recommend once you're diagnosed with pcOS or even if you've been diagnosed for a while and you've been trying other treatments that when you really decide to focus on a natural approach maybe give yourself a few months of just doing that some of the medical options can kind of make it harder to kind kind of see if, if things are improving and if your natural approach is working and where you may need to make some adjustments. Of course, don't stop any medications or treatment plans without talking to your doctor first. But if you kind of wrap up what you're currently doing and you're like, you know, I'm just going to take a little break. I'm going to focus on my health. I really recommend doing that for somewhere between three and six months at a minimum before jumping ship and trying something else. Like it takes a little while for your body to settle in. Again, medicine like metformin, birth control, Clomid, letrozole, they all have their place and they've helped thousands of women with PCOS with various aspects of health and happiness that they're looking for. Um, And modern medicine is a miraculous thing, but it doesn't replace good natural care for our bodies and health. So, you know, choosing a healing lifestyle that you can provide your body better care with can go hand in hand with these medical treatments or it can be used by itself to manage your PCOS. So simple adjustments of what you eat, quality of sleep, stress management, they can have this tremendous improvement on your PCOS fertility and other symptoms. And this is why life management is actually the first recommendation in most PCOS medical literature, um, which is really exciting that they're starting to recognize that in the literature for PCOS and not just jumping to some of the things that we normally get offered like birth control, Clomid, Letrozole, IUI, acne medications, and so forth. So what the studies are showing is that a natural approach is the best way to lose weight, maintain weight, boost fertility, manage other PCOS symptoms, and reduce the long-term risk factors. These studies are also showing that taking a natural approach to PCOS management can reduce the risk of miscarriage when you conceive naturally and have better health for the mom and baby throughout pregnancy. But let's think here practically, it's really not that you were able to get pregnant naturally or not need medical assistance in that, it's that you incorporated that natural approach. So what we're seeing in the literature, even though they're usually focusing on one thing, is that when we take the time to put the effort into also giving ourselves a healthier approach to managing our PCOS naturally, we're seeing better outcomes overall. So in other words, and we've talked about this in other episodes, but you take Clomid, it can cause an ovulation, which can lead to a pregnancy, but it hasn't addressed all the other issues. When we take a natural approach, we are addressing inflammation, insulin response, hormone balancing, And we're learning the habits and what we need to be doing, and that carries into pregnancy. So we reduce our chance of miscarriage, reduce our chance of pregnancy complications like gestational diabetes or preeclampsia or preterm birth and things like that. So it all just works nicely together. But if you're doing all the natural things and then you take a little Clomid to give you a little additional boost in that ovulation, that's not going to counteract all the wonderful things that you're doing to naturally boost your health for your PCOS. The research merely suggests that if you repair your fertility enough to get pregnant, chances are that you're balancing your hormones adequately to sustain a healthy pregnancy to term and you can be doing that even if you do also include infertility assistance in your journey to becoming a mommy. So it's not an either or, it's just showing how important it is to also be addressing that root cause of hormone imbalance, whether it's insulin or inflammation or stress response or even just nutritional deficiencies and hormone disruption through various things like if you've been on birth control before or taken other hormone therapies or even been through several rounds of infertility treatment, sometimes our hormones just get a little bit out of whack and they need a little assistance getting back in sync but basically there's nothing wrong with seeking infertility assistance while adjusting your lifestyle. So get started with a full workup and then decide which path sounds and feels best to you as you move forward. Okay. So we've been talking a lot about a natural approach. What exactly do we need to do there to get started? So there are several health changes that can have a wonderful impact on your PCOS fertility, but food is the big one and it's a great place to start. You don't have to be perfect, but the combination of carefully choosing and avoiding certain foods that can nourish your hormones back into balance is incredible how much impact it can have. So nutrition can both balance hormones, restore depleted nutrients, balance blood sugar, reduce the insulin effect, as well as reducing inflammation, and it can even address several of the components of stress that your body may be struggling with. So it is a great place to start, and I'll link to the meal guide that I have for PCOS um, in the show notes below so that you can grab that and start learning what type of nutrients is going to be ideal for PCOS. Then if you really want to get to the root cause and reverse your PCOS, like I said, start by taking the PCOS root cause quiz, which I will also link to in the show notes below. Well, there you have it, my friend. It is so important to get a full PCOS workup um, so that you don't just have a diagnosis, but you also have the information that you need to start providing your body with the care and nourishment that it needs. If you found this episode helpful, be sure to subscribe to the podcast so that you will be notified each week when the next topic is available. And if you have any questions about the information in this episode or any other of the episodes or PCOS in general, please head over to Instagram at nourish to healthy and leave me a comment or a DM because I love connecting with you over there and continuing the conversations about all of these important PCOS topics. And until next time, bye for now. Did you know that studies of PCOS epigenetics have shown that our environment can either worsen or completely reverse our PCOS symptoms? I believe that although PCOS makes us sensitive to our environment, it also makes us powerful. When we learn what our body needs and commit to providing those needs, not only do we gain back our health, but we grow in power just by showing up for ourselves. This is why I've created a guide for you to get started. My PCOS Fertility Meal Guide can be found in the show notes below. I want to show you how to create an environment that promotes healing while still being able to live a life that you enjoy. This guide is completely free, so go get your copy now so that you can step into the vision that you have for your life and for your health.